Hello, everybody. I am FTA. I'm T-Bay. Welcome back to another episode of Turkey Dazzle. Yes, friends. Unfortunately, T-Bay is back this week. <laughs> ha cha cha. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, we have no, nothing to talk about in terms of housekeeping. Literally nothing this week. Did uh, nothing. I, I, you know what? All gate streamed. I, I, you know, uh, Sega. Very, no, you didn't do anything. Good point. Um, you know, very. Thanks again to the kind folks at Sega. We got a free copy of, of uh, Team Sonic Racing. Sega? Sega? Which, um, I, I didn't want to say this on a stream, in case anyone was listening, but they would not have been. But um, before, you know, I think a lot of people, when it was first revealed, didn't look, you know, it didn't look amazing, which is obviously why they delayed it for six months, you know, what have you. Yeah. I remember, I said, you know, I said uh, I, I was going to buy it. I remember in the in that uh, the FTCR DM, you specifically like, yes, you are. You're going to buy it. You're still going to buy it. I think that was Forces. No, it was. It was. It was no, because I knew I was buying Forces for Gift Bump. Oh, uh, okay. But for this one, I was like, eh, you know, I don't think I'm going to get it. You're like, you're going really to get it. And so when we found out that we could get a free copy, I was like, this way I can play it because it looks better. And don't go back in my book. I'd fucking pay for it. So get fucked, universe. Oh, I thought you were going to say you fucked oh. me. Because, I mean, yeah, I was wrong. You didn't buy it. <laughs> I was, you know, it's it's fun. I You're a phony. You're a big fat phony. I've only done about... Do you know who lives here? <laughs> a phony. I've only done about two hours of the story mode, but, um... I mean, I, I can understand. I mean, it, it's been getting good reviews. I don't think it's been getting as views as good as um, Transformed. Mm-hmm. I, I can see why the mechanics of, you know, the three different play styles and the fact that one thing I loved about Transformed is that a, a lot of the stages, when you got to, like, track, when you get to, like, lap three, the course would change somehow. Mm. And that was some, that was, like... Would you say the course transformed? Ah! Yeah, I would. Oh, okay. Which is one of the reasons why... Oh, I like it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Which is one of the reasons why I and a lot of people actually think that Transformed is is, is a better game than Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 is a much more polished game, though, question. It runs smoother, looks a bit nicer, it came out later. But in terms of um, like the content, how it plays, like just the variety of what you get in Transformers 8 is a far better game. The more that people like bring up that comparison, the more I'm just like, yeah, Mario Kart 8's not that great. <laughs> I like Mario Kart 8. What really let, I mean, I even bought the Lutz because um, what really let, let's eight down for me is the battle mode. Because I'm I am not the biggest fan of racing games because I'm not really good at them. Uh huh. Um, which is another thing about Team Sonic Racing, they they severely lowered the difficulty, which I'm eternally grateful for. I can <laughs> I can actually win races in this game now. Um, Transform is a very hard game. Um. And it, it's, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not good at racing games. So aside from, like, the cartoony one, like, I haven't, the last, like, like quote-unquote, like, serious racing game I've, I ever had was Toka Touring Car on the PlayStation 1. Because I got it for Christmas, and there's a cheat code where you can play as a tank. And that's how I played. I just, and you can fire missiles at people. So if you're the tank and no one else is, they're all fucked. You just blow the fuck out of them. Didn't you tell me a story about that game? Didn't your parents, like, get mad at you or something about... Toka? Yeah. No? What? They would sometimes get mad if we finished games. Like, my brother, for... I forget I forget the reason why, but, like, on one day, my brother, even for 
like a, a like a birthday, Christmas, or he was just he just had the game bought for him. He got Killer Instinct, uh-huh. and he completed like three hours. Which it's an it's an arcade fighting game, so yeah. not the longest game in the world to do. And my parents were like, "What the fuck?" Oh yeah, <laughs> I finished Crash Bandicoot the first one in like two days because they used the cheat code to get to last level, and my dad was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I said, I'll go back and I'll play it over again. I never did. <laughs> Super. That's like, why That's why I just played games that... that <laughs> easy? To ad nauseum. That's why I have a 72-hour <laughs> Banjo-Tooie file. I'm over 100 hours in Sonic Battle and I do not fucking know why. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the best thing about the Crash Bandicoot password was, it was, like... Let's say it was, like, 16 characters. Mm-hmm. If you put in triangle twice, it went boom, super password. And that's where you got the good shit. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a thing. So, we streamed that. Um, we're going to do, hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, we've already streamed again. Recorded on Saturday, June 25th. No, uh, May, June 25th. June 25th. Isn't that the day I went to my dad's? Yes. Don't on my brown, 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 brown. Who are you? Who are you? Did you see that fucking meme where it was like the end of Infinity War? That's Thanos. He's fucking, you know, he's he's not. He sits down, he looks off, off onto his like fucking farmland, what have you, and just the very somber violin plays, and just on his face that like brief, like brief hint of a smile on his face, uh-huh. face to black, kicking old credits. Come yeah, on. yeah, that's yeah. the fucking funniest thing ever. This because when I watched that, I was just like. It's the end, so there's going to be something with the credits. Because of how the internet works, 90% chance, King of the Hill credits. I was like, yep, <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I was not in those... Uh... I thought you were going to say, um, I saw this, the, I don't remember if I retweeted it or not, but um, one of the guys on the One Piece podcast posted, do you remember in um, uh, Hank of the Hill where... Um, there's that part where he's talking to the woman at the Boggle Championships, and she's like, like I can't remember what, like two, she like starts like like whistling the tune or whatever. He posts a screenshot and he goes, "Let me know if you can hear the And I was just like, "Hank of the Hill, Hank of the Hill, Boggle, Boggle." Malice, Salad. Who you? Who you? That's funny. We always say, we always go, who, who are you? If you go back and look, what's Kankin Hill? He ain't saying that at all. Yeah. He does not say actual, he just makes noise. Chris, Chris said that like three years ago because you and I kept going, who are you? And Chris was like, I thought you were quoting something else because he never said that. <laughs> it's funnier. He goes like, who, who are you? <laughs> I mean, it does make, because it's supposed to be like, he's banging the, the thing. Yeah. And then, I married Peggy. No, Peggy married me. I did not marry her. And then all the bellhops are like, yeah. so, so like, it's funny if he's going, who, who are you? <laughs> we just improved Hank in the Hill. You're welcome, internet. <laughs> Explain that, atheist. Ah, game explain that, bitch. <laughs> Should be Derek's new catchphrase. <laughs> Speaking of Derek, uh, Mr. Game Explain himself will be in the uh, 
if the computer room itself next week. Unless unless something, unless something bad happens. This is not the computer room. Yeah, there's a computer in this room. We have to find it. We found it. That's why the website's found the computer room, dipshit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> had it. You had the computer room. Yeah, but now it's official. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, plan is, by this point, next, the next time we get together through a call next weekend... Uh, Actually, at this point next weekend, we will be seeing... In the fucking movie! So, okay, so, and, and, and housekeeper, aside from that stream, nothing else has happened. We're in the process of uh, finishing editing Croc and Windraker, so as soon as those are done, those will be up um, straight away after we record this. We're going to be doing um, a uh, commentary of scooby and the Witch's Ghost, which we've been wanting to do for a while. I know we're a bit behind by a lot, because we're supposed to get the, the second one that are up by... Um, April, but I think we're gonna really try and uh, get Batman and Robin done next in the month of June with David the Lurker. We have to plan that around who knows, Colin, oh, yeah, whenever yeah. that is. Um, whenever that is, I forget. Is it the, the second, third weekend of June? Uh, do you think it's the Sebaba? Sebaba? Because too many games don't like, like the fourth weekend of June sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to get on Witch's Ghost um, commentary done tonight. And three weeks. Three weeks? What? Is it three weeks from today or three weeks? Three weeks from today. Okay. Is Heroes Con weekend. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Um, so, okay. Bye. So, yeah. This is a terrible podcast. But um, thank you for the funny. Don't, don't do it again. Um, so yeah, uh, we're trying to get those stuff out. We're going to, I think at some point in June, we're going to start the Spider-Man LP. Um, that'd be fun. I will we'll probably do a, a, you know, every every recording session we get somebody new in. That'll probably also be when new um, $50 Patreon joiners can... I think that'll be around the time for a new new people to join us. I'll have to look into that. But, um, but yeah, you know, we'll try, we'll try and schedule somewhere. I, I guess you can join. So we can tell a story about you watching the ending. Oh, we'll have to try and bring you, bring you in for, for the finale. We'll have to try and schedule that. <laughs> it's like if we have to do it on a weekend, we'll do it on a weekend. But yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> fuck, because <laughs> I was trying so hard, and then I just like lost my grip. If my cousin wasn't there. Would you have? Would you? Would you have held it in as long? Oh hell no! <laughs> I'm pretty sure we t- we've told that story on this podcast before, so we won't repeat ourselves. But it is up there, in my top three moments of TJ being peak TJ. <laughs> <laughs> I like what how, else? I like how now you won't go back and finish that game. I, I literally haven't. I literally just like dropped it. That's a good game. You should. I know. I just. I, Did I, that ruin it for you? A little bit. I'm so put on I told you to get out. I know. I'm not. No, I don't blame you. Oh, I'm not like. I'm not like. Walk the game. Because I say things I like that. I kind of wish you I'm would not... do that. <laughs> <laughs> You go home to Aaron. He's like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> like I'm working out, like air work. Fucking eight bit Donkey Kong is fucking your heads up and down. <laughs> so I, I, so I, I downloaded. I, I, I never do this, but I, I finally like downloaded one of those just like time wasting phone games. Oh, what do you mean? Like, just, any, like any game or just? Well, I mean, like the games that are just like that, that like are Candy Crush. Yeah, but it's not. It, 
it's called it's called Kaiju Rush. And they essentially Is it like off brand kaijus running around. Well, essentially they just made like cutesy versions of like movie monsters. Licensed? Or I mean like, like illegal. I mean, okay, so like there's a there's a there's a lizard and there's a there's a gorilla. Gotcha. Okay, so gotcha. So yeah. it's okay. Um but one of the, the first one that you unlock well, I mean, obviously you start with like the Godzilla, the the lizard, yeah. and then the second one you unlock is the the King Kong, and but they're all like the thing that appeals. I like the art style; they're they're pretty like cutesy little sprites. What's it called? Kaiju Rush. Oh, okay. I'll show it to you here in a few minutes. But um, the uh, they all have like really like simple like animations, and the gorillas is like that, where the gorilla is like like doing the, the stupid thing that I'm doing <laughs> on the audio podcast. <laughs> Fucking guy, fucking. <laughs> oh, adorable. Hatch them all. Smash everything. Upgrade and smash more. That's just a fucking beetle. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo should sue. But, um, what were we talking about before that? Oh, hey, Spider-Man. You should go back and play it. I know, I should. I'm actually, so right now I'm playing... I... <laughs> so I finally got a PS3 controller. <laughs> Oh, you bought one, did you? Yeah. How much? Let me know. Um, we'll, we'll give it a. Don't worry about no, it. No, I gotta give you that. Um, XCOM, give it to you. XCOM, give. Uh, oh, yeah, but this is like I. I realize now, this so far, this fifteen minutes is about as annoying as a Kevin Smith podcast. <laughs> and I apologize. No, have you ever got? Have you you used to listen to um, talk salad and scrambled eggs? The... Did you ever listen to that? The Frasier podcast of him and Matt Myra. What I no, think. I never listened to that. So I, a big Frasier fan, mm-hmm. big Matt Myra fan. I like it. Like I go, I go through phases of of love and hate with Kevin Smith. Um, it talks out of it. It's like it's primarily a, a Frasier podcast where they it's the kind of they do they do audio commentaries. But he, there was a running gag where they spent more time talking about Terminator each week mm-hmm. because it was around the time like Legends was coming out. Yeah. But Kevin Smith is like so obnoxious in that oh, podcast. Where he spends so much of it just like that's adorable. He spends so much of it just like singing bad songs and just making dick jokes when like Matt Myra has like information and shit. And it it it's just like Kevin Smith doesn't act that act that way in like in um like podcasts now. So I'm sure it was just like a like a time in their in their life type of thing, but it was just like Yeah. Shut I, up, dude. Because <laughs> I got about halfway through season two, they didn't do one in fucking years, and about, yeah. so I listened to them all when they were coming out. And then about a few years later, because I listened to podcasts that work, so I don't want to kill myself just to make the tongue go by. So a while back, I went back and just downloaded them again. Oh, you know, I'll over listen to these. I remember them being kind of fun. I wish I could do that. What? I can't listen to podcasts when I work. Uh, I have. I, to. I get so bored. Well, I the thing is, I can't like I can't digest the information. While I'm working, because I'm thinking about like what I'm doing. Um, I mean, I guess I could if I was doing something. My work is so like, like a monkey could do it. Oh, okay. So I was like, I'll do it because I I listen to podcasts more when I drive because that's the only time that I can like digest the information. I, I like listening to music more when I like. I, okay, you listen to a podcast while driving, but I normally like I like music when I'm driving. A podcast, like if I'm doing chores, I put on a podcast. Yeah. Um, that type of thing, but um. So I remember, I remember Matthew listening, and it's just like, he is like, shut. There's certain points in the Kevin Smith podcast, like, if this guy wasn't a director before he, he started doing podcasts, no one would fucking listen to him. Hmm. Because it's just like, 
you are so fucking annoying. <laughs> and talk salad and scrambled eggs. That is Pete Kevin Smith just being like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you annoying dickhead. It's like on Batman and Batman, they did all these um these commentaries for like the original four Batman movies. Uh-huh. A lot of fun. Then they did a Batman Begins podcast, mm. like a commentary thing. And Chris Smith does the entire time, the entire thing, just like doing doing like a bad English accent. I forget the reason why. Well, like, I'm sure it goes, oh, uh, Christopher Nolan. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, you know, like bad English accent, whatever. I don't care that much. But it's like, it's not funny. I'm doing it every six seconds. It's like, it's like, it's like you know, when we went through that phase of, of literally just chicken year, hopper year body. Like, I get it. I get people are going to get annoyed by that. Fucking stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, stay out of my booze. Yes, sir. <laughs> so yeah, I forget how why the fuck are we talking about God, why are we going to, why are I going to Kevin Smith detour? Oh yeah, because we'll be in terror like I wasted four minutes talking about apologizing for the Kevin previous Smith. I don't know, I go back and forth, I go back and forth. It is sometimes funny if you listen to Batman or Batman, that's when they talk about like a lot of movie stuff and shit where um it's always funny when, when he will I know this is this is me being um, hypocritical, but it's just when Kevin Smith will like point out bad writing in like other movies she's like dude you wrote your fucking yoga hoses I wouldn't fucking <laughs> I wouldn't fucking you know say that and he he will occasionally be like you know I wrote, I wrote yoga hoses I'm like what the fuck do I know blah blah blah, blah. she's like no, no fucking really you should really fucking be quiet he wrote you for wrote, at least a couple years it's also sometimes funny where this is the last comment I made before I, I shout about Kevin Smith which is like it's you can tell he'll make jokes insulting himself, but I honestly get the impression he just does that to like kind of take steam of other people. Like this, occasionally he will make comments about like how he, and he just he sucks his own dick, which is you know obviously you take take pride in your work. I'm not saying you shouldn't you know feel pride about that, but there's one time he said where um he's talking about Morats and he was like something he was like. I forget the context, but it was like sometimes you're you're ahead of the curve. Sometimes you'll make a mo- you'll make something that just the current audience isn't ready for, but then it, it, people will come back later. It's like kind of like um, I guess like Citizen Kane for or like Halloween, for example. Oh, okay, like yeah, yeah. movies like at the time, people were like whatever, but then like oh, this movie's fucking genius. Yeah, he kind of said that in reference to Morat. It was like when it first came out, everyone was like, "This is fucking terrible, fuck you," which happened. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, and then in ten years, everyone's like, "You're a genius." No one's ever said that. No, I mean, like, like I said, I I really enjoy Mallrats. I know, but I <laughs> I get it. I I love the commentary for the commentary for Mallrats is funnier than most movies are. Mm-hmm. I heartily recommend the fucking commentary for Mallrats is genius. I think I I think it's because I quote Mallrats like more than any Kevin Smith movie. I, I think I've only actually sat through Morat like twice. I've watched the commentary like 20 times. Oh. It was one time. I don't know if you were there, but I literally had a bunch of people over just to watch the commentary for oh, Morat. I was, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, that was, that was, that was fun. But, um, yeah. What do you hate about it? Well, Morat? Yeah. I just think it's, it's... This is more relevant, prevalent rather, in some of Kevin Smith's early work, but you can tell like it's... I don't want to say it, it's pretentious, but it's like the you get the impression like it. I don't know it just it, it tries to be smart and it just like comes up as as 
again, not pretentious. It just comes up like you're trying way too hard hmm. to be. And also, I just, I don't think it's that funny. I think there's way too many. Oh, char- I think it's hysterical. I don't think, I think there's way too many characters in that movie. That's you fair. could remove hot like. The one, like, the plot line with, like, the 15-year-old who goes on sleeping people just for that diary thing, just to tie in at the end. Yeah. Um, the Gwen character, who's there just uh, for a really unfunny let's punch people in the dick montage. It's like, I get T.S., Brody, mm-hmm. bro, you know, Jane and Silent Bob. their respective girlfriends, Jane and Silent Bob, and Ben Affleck's character. Yeah. I get that, you know, but it's like, the, the Willem character? Like, <laughs> You dumb bastard. <laughs> it's not a schooner, it's a sailboat. A sailboat is a schooner. You know what? <laughs> there is no Easter Bunny. <laughs> this is for Brody. <laughs> there are there are a handful of, of things. I you know, it's not it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. There are a handful of funny gags in it. That kid is on the escalator again. Jason Lee saves that movie. He does. Anyone else but him in that role? Oh, yeah. Movie doesn't work. True. He is like... I wish he was in more movies. Like, I wish he was in more things. He likes to screw people in a very uncomfortable place. Like the back, back of a Volkswagen. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I want to go watch Mallrats right now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that what you know... That's the same thing. I, I can't fucking stand Clerks 2. Hmm. I really dislike Clerks 2. I love 2. Clerks 2. Clerks 2 is, is my favorite Kevin Smith movie. I like Clerks 1 so much more. I think Clerks 1 is a lot more earnest than Clerks 2 is. I think Clerks 2 is an actual movie. <laughs> I like Clerks 1, don't get me wrong, but like it's... it's um, I get that it, it's, it's an indie movie, and that's part of its charm and all that. Yeah. Very sloppy script. That's fair. And I, mean, I get that, but like I, go, I understand that I, you know, Clerks is, is an indie cult classic. It completely is, and it deserves that, mm-hmm. that status. It's just something where the... The older I get, the more I go back to rewatch it. It's a movie where like I res- I find myself respecting it more than I do like I thought that loving it mm. with clerks. You know, it's 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 kinda of like something like like SA one. I think it, it ages like I respect it for what it does and I love it, you know, it always have a place always have a place in my heart. But just the older I get, the more it's like that doesn't work. This is like wrong, <laughs> you know, it's like eh. why is why is Randall gl- glitching through the wall first like, no, no, your ass just sneezes. <laughs> this is all wrong. This movie's for the bottom. What's going on? <laughs> but, you know, I, lo- I love, I think Clerks 2 has a lot of, um, uh, I think it has a lot of, like, heart. I like it. You know, it's, 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 fucking, I think it's really funny as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can, what about Clerks that don't you understand? Is it, don't, don't, don't you understand how this movie is, <laughs> you know? You dumb dumb. I don't, the characters! There's too many. <laughs> movie one, they walk in convenience store. Movie two, fast food. I don't get it. There's, there's a scene at the start that explains why. I don't get it. I missed that part. So I don't like the movie. I really want a movie reviewer who's like, well, I showed up 15 late minutes late to the movie, and I didn't get it. There's literally some, um, in, in the DVD release of the Simpsons movie, it came with this little like, booklet thing. It was mostly just promotion for other Simpsons things. But the back page was like this. It's like if, if like Homer wrote a movie review for like this local paper and I forget it's let, let's say it, it's a movie review of Star Wars mm-hmm. he starts talking about how like he came in late and then some uh, half of food and review he gets sidetracked and starts talking about Razor Lost Ark instead <laughs> and, then, and then it goes like next week Star Wars review 
<laughs> wow! I can't believe Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father. Oh, thank you, Mr. Spoiled the picture for me. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Simpsons jokes. Marge, you're as smart as Yoda and as pretty as Princess Leia. <laughs> oh, homie! Sick looks too. Yeah. Oh, um. Oh, wait. You like yoga hoses more than clerks too? No, no. You said it was your least favorite Kevin Smith movie. You like Tusk? That was, that was, that was, uh, hyperbole. You like Tusk more than clerks too? No, I fucking hate Tusk. Jersey Girl? Yeah, I like Jersey Girl a lot. I think Jersey Girl is, is, Obviously, I think it got... It's not a great movie, but I think it got shit, shit on a bit more than it deserved. Uh, yeah, I, I like, agree with it's that. Not, it's not great. It's very cliche. It's charming. It's, just, it's extremely cliche. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the um, the music they think they put on at the end of the movie, slightly, I'm like, this would never happen. <laughs> I'm like, nope. But, I, you know, I, it's, you know, for a kind of, you know, somewhat quirky-esque rom-com, you know, father-daughter story. I like it. Yeah. Again, comment. There's a fucking. There's two commentaries on that on the DVD of it, right? Mm-hmm. One is I think one is is Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck, I think. But there's one with Kevin Smith, Scott Mosier, and, and Jason Mewes, because mm-hmm. Mewes was going to play the Jason Biggs role, and okay. then he was like, there was a warrant for his arrest, and I guess because he was like for like heroin, like drugs yeah. or whatever. But there's the thing halfway through where they get on the idea that like. They're all psychics, like with psychic powers. And Jason was like, "What would you have done if you played that role?" That other fucking, <laughs> you know, like Ben Affleck and the little girl. They're like having a psychic battle. Like, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they, they keep bringing that up over the various points in the in like the commentaries. <laughs> like, I want to see that movie. <laughs> also, a bit in the in the special. There's an interview with like Ben Affleck and Kevin Smith. There's a moment where um. Ben Affleck goes on like on like he, I forget the context. He's talking about something, but like the, there's music in the back and like the thing, and the music stops. It goes on for a while. And after his response, Kevin Smith goes, "You know, you are like a long-winded fuck," and I'm just like, "You fucking hypocritical sack of shit." <laughs> if anyone's ever Here we go, just right anyone, if anyone's ever listened to like a fat man on Batman or a smodcast, but ever guessed, Kevin Smith will fucking go on for 15 minutes giving an interview. He just be like, "Today we have." Special guest star, blah, 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 blah. He goes, he goes on a fucking 15 minute intro, like, and gives this person's life story, always brings it back to him somehow. I was like, okay, mate, it's back, up goes, it's back to you, whatever, fuck, fucking fuck. She's like, you hypocritical yoga hoses making sack of shit. You fucking <laughs> white trash, <laughs> white guilt, stupid, <laughs> white yoga, white yoga hoser. Yoga hosers! <laughs> Tusk-making motherfucker. Both Tusk and Yoga Hoses have one scene I like. Okay. It's like, you know what sucks, though? When they when they, they make the, when they have the second Warriors thing, uh-huh. that fight has gone on for way too, like, it's too short. Yeah. They, there's a, they, you waste ten minutes of us watching Johnny Depp just sit down, like, that, sh- that thing at the, um, where they sit down at, like, the airport, like, yeah. I'm like, why is this going on? <laughs> Kevin Smith move, move the camera for the love of Christ and then yeah. that, that's 
But then, but then they give us like war s'mores for like ninety seconds. And Tusk, I like, I I so I like the, the running joke of the yoga instructors. All of his like his names are like based on like classic cartoon characters, and he keeps getting like see like cease and assists. I thought that like that was a funny gag, running gag. But yeah, everything else in especially yoga hoses is like. Oh yeah. Why? Yeah, that that movie does not make sense. <laughs> like, from a production level. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's just like. You can tell he he's not working with a studio because I'm like no no studio would approve the scene at the end where it's just they have Ralph Garman come in, and try and get through really bad exposition by just doing bad impressions for five minutes. Yeah. Oh look, he's doing Adam West. Oh look, he's doing William Shatner, but it sounds nothing like William Shatner. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh yeah, stand my boots. Um. Oh yeah, I got that PS3 controller. And uh that's twenty minutes ago. I, I don't remember how we got sidetracked. I've been playing uh I played Jack Three mm. for a couple days. They still swear in that game? Yeah, they, they still swear in that game. I wanna kill Praxis! Remind me not to piss you off. I like this I, I, I remember liking the story, but um I don't remember where I was going with that. I don't like the desert. Which is like a lot of like the first part of the game, um, but uh, then I, I kind of got bored of Jack Three. I'll probably go back to it, but I I put in a uh, Sly Two mm-hmm. because I was very uh, nostalgic for Sly Cooper. Hmm. Sly One and Two are just so good. And then I found. Um, did you ever play Rocket Robot on Wheels? Nope. Okay. Um, the other day, I but you talk about it a lot, but I've never played myself. Was that a sixty four game? Yeah, it was N64. It was also Sucker Punch. So the same company that made... I hate that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same company that made uh, Sly 1 and 2. I don't remember if they made 3 or not. I think they, I think they made Sanzaru. 3. Yeah. Um, Sanzaru? Sanzaru. Whatever. Same thing. Whatever. Um, but I never noticed before. So in the intro level to um, Sly 2, you're in a museum. And the museum actually has like a lot of... Um, it's uh, it's supposed to be so. Like the main part of the exhibit is, have you ever played Sly Two? No. So the plot is that a a new or not a new, but a a like v- villainous like gang has stolen the um, clockwork parts, which are which the villain from the first game, Clockwork, the evil like owl metal owl thing. Okay. Um. So Sly is like trying to like get them back from like all these people because he doesn't want Clockwork to ever like be put together again. And uh, but anyway, so like the museum that he's gonna he's trying to steal them from at the beginning of the game has all these like exhibits that are like from the first game. Like it's just there's like there's just like paintings on the wall of like the first villains uh-huh. or the villains from the first game. And uh, if you go into this one corner. There is a one of the frames has in uh, Rocket Robot on Wheels. The the plot of that game is that um, Rocket's creator made this uh, theme park, and it was uh, centered around this um, walrus um, tusk. No, I can't remember what his name was. But anyway, the the essentially like they've made like a cartoon franchise out of this real life walrus. 
and the uh, and it's the raccoon like companion but the walrus is like the main like focus okay. so he's like who the entire like theme park's been made after and the raccoon is actually evil and like gets jealous and so like in the intro cutscene um before the raccoon like takes over he has drawn this uh he's drawn that like over the the poster of like the i can't remember what the wall i think it's like wally world or whatever i don't think it's that but he like he like scribbles out wally and draws him like as like like in a cartoonish like raccoon and puts like jojo's world because his name is that jojo reference yes And uh, that that is that picture of JoJo's world with like the evil raccoon is in one of the frames in the museum, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I thought you were gonna, you were gonna say there was a thing of rock, of rock, rocket robot reels in the background. That's part of it. Oh, you meant the the actual. I thought like there's like one little thing in the background. This is a game we made four years ago. Then we make it again. You represent it in slide two. Let me burn it. Rocket robot reels, a good game. Super game, we're gonna make a sequel. Cause Sly Cooper is, is better. <laughs> What's your opinion? That's your opinion. Alright. Now I have to talk about my latest obsession. Cause it's like obsession levels. So. Joy videos? What? Joy videos? Joey videos. No, Joy videos. Joy videos? Yeah. What is that? J O I? You know what that is? Uh-uh. Never mind, let's move on. This is part of the podcast. We're good. I Google something. <laughs> I wish I had a camera. To capture your reaction when you see what that is. Do I want to? I don't know. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't... Just based on what she said, I don't want to look it look up. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. What is it again? Go to Google and type in Joy Video. God damn it. No. Now that you've learned what your next obsession is going to be, <laughs> what's, what's your current one? Um, so I, it was kind of it was kind of memed after uh, Game of Thrones. Um, Are you a fan of that? I forget. You no. watched that? Okay. I tried watching an episode. I think I made it like twenty minutes in, and I, I just wasn't for me. It wasn't clicking. Too many boobs. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, Dick. What's my problem with it? Yeah. Um, but HBO has a new miniseries going on. Oh, Chernobyl. Yes. I feel that's good. Holy shit. I'm like... Does it I, scare you? It freaks me the fuck out. Is it meant out. to be scary? I don't... I mean, I think it's supposed to be terrifying from, like, a... Just, like, a, a general, like, point of view. But, I mean, because... <laughs> I told Aaron this and she laughed at me. <laughs> I have I have been afraid of like nuclear accidents since I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, I she loved you for that. 
Well, I think so. When I was seven, um, no, I don't, I don't remember how old I was, but I Watch remember me. like one summer. I think it was like Dateline or some some one of those shows had a um, special like that week where every night was like a different like disaster documentary. <laughs> And one of them was about um, Three Mile Island, and uh, which is another nuclear plant that had a an incident, and uh, not as drastic, obviously, as Chernobyl, but um, it. Uh, <laughs> I remember it like it like terrified me, just like obviously from, from just from the production of it mm -hmm. and everything else. And I remember I asked mom, I was like, "Is there any power plants in Ohio?" And she was like, "Yeah," and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. But What's like, scary though? That or the Mothman video? Oh, the... Are you talking about Chernobyl now or the Mothman? No, like, what, what scared you more as a child? That Chernobyl... Oh, uh, no, the, the Three Mile Island thing scared me more as a child than the Mothman. I know, uh, that deer... Fucking, fucking we gotta fucking find that clip somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'll find it. I'll literally find it after we're done with this. Because <laughs> I forgot. I have the technology now where I can look up which episode. Wait, fucking six minutes that we have the technology. <laughs> but I don't want to say that. <laughs> I love that fucking trash can. A magnifying glass for an eye. Um, I was at Aaron's. And uh, I went home. And I think I was like... I was just like getting something to drink before I went to bed. And, uh, I heard, I don't know why. So even though that like frightened me as a kid, I've always had like a fascination with like, um, nuclear incidents. And, uh, so I, I like heard it on the TV and I was like, what is this? And I, I had heard about the miniseries, but it, I never like, I didn't like look into it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, it's that new miniseries Chernobyl. And I sat down and I watched the whole fucking episode. Uh, they're hour-long episodes. Oh, how many episodes? How long is the miniseries? There's gonna be five episodes. They're oh. up to three now. Okay. Um, but uh, damn it, lost it. It's it's butchered. Yeah, it's it's so. I mean, what's what, what? The second episode is fairly tame compared to the other two episodes. Which the second episode is the first one I watched. I <laughs> when I told Aaron that she was just like, "How do why?" She never understands why I'll watch, like, the sequel to a movie before, like, the other ones. Like, she wouldn't let me take her to see um, the eighth Fast and the Furious movie, because I had never seen the other ones. And I was like, do I really need to? And she was like, that's... Shouldn't that be your decision? <laughs> whether, you, whether you go see a movie? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, whoop <laughs> You can't do anything right! <laughs> um, but, uh, the, uh, uh, what was like, I was like, I already, the, I already know what happened in the first episode, because the first episode is pretty much, like, the night of, and then the second episode is the day after, and, um, the third episode is, like, the, it spans a lot more time than the first two episodes, but um, it's it's surprisingly like graphic, like very very unnerving. Well, okay, I'll give that a try. Um, but like, there's a lot of stuff that happens in the first episode, and I'm just like, 
holy shit. <laughs> well, just like, just like, cause, um, the, uh, cause it literally, it's an exposed nuclear reactor. And they just Wait, said. Wait, you see that people have built and shit? No, but, well, do you want me to just, like, say one of the things? Yeah. Okay, so in the first episode, um, Spoiler alert for Chernobyl. If you don't want to hear it, uh, skip three seconds. In the first episode, they uh, yeah, it, it explodes, and they realize that there's there's a, a fire that has broken out. So they send in the clowns. The, yeah, they send in um, fire crews to put the fire out, and um, that just nobody around has any idea that that there's radiation, like excessive amounts of radiation, and so in the in the first, they, they, they're, like, setting up to put out the fire. And one of the firemen, like, picks up this, like, piece of debris. And uh, they're, like, like, well, put that down. You know, we got stuff to do. And the guy puts it down. But then he starts, like, his hand starts. He's, like, he's like, like it's aching or something. Yeah. And then, like, they, like, cut to another scene. And they come back to it. And the guy is, like, screaming agony. And he, like, takes off his, because he's wearing, like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the gloves or whatever. And he takes his glove off, and it's like melted his hand because it was so because it was part of the reactor that, yeah. that blew up and then the like fell back down with the air. He picked up that radiated. Well, that's a steady thing to do. The city <laughs> goose. And then the other they in the third episode, they they show people dying of like radiation poisoning. Yeah, it's it, it's like it's really bad. <laughs> Now. Don't talk. Let's watch it. <laughs> Let's mix it with the joy videos. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. But I mean, I, I'm really enjoying the performances so far. Who's in it? Um, hold on a second. Let me look it up. Well, I know um, Stellan Skarsgård is in it. He plays one of the main characters. I forget. Is he the, is he the elder Skarsgård? Or is yeah. He the, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. I like him. He's he's always good stuff. He's always good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, but another thing, another thing that I, um, Jared Harris, he plays the main character. Was he Moriarty in Sherlock Holmes: A Game of Shadows? Yep, yep, that's what I got. Um, Emily Watson. I mean, I don't remember what she's been in. Everyone, show me a picture. I know, I know her name. Emily Watson. Oh, yeah, she was in Red Dragon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. I know. I know who Emily Watson is. Pretty much the main characters. Um, cool. But yeah, I uh, so I, I've enjoyed it so much that I've been listening to the um, companion podcast, um, which uh, is essentially they just um, it's I can't remember his name. Peter Sagal from NPR. Um, essentially, he watched the series, and then every episode is. Um, him and the writer kind of like step-by-step step going through the episode and he's essentially asking him like you know how how fabricated is this composed compared to um actual history or like um just like different things about the pretty interesting so far the insight that they give but um in the latest episode um the writer was talking about how hbo paid for him to um because you can take guided tours of um, Chernobyl. Yeah, it's safe now? It's not safe, 
but if you take guided tours because it's no it's no longer like it's not just like all radiation like you can you can go certain places um and certain places for certain periods of time and not be exposed to cancer-causing levels of radiation. I was still like, give me a hazmat suit. Yeah. <laughs> give me a fucking suit. Well, and essentially, the um, Chernobyl is still like a... It's not... It's no longer a functioning reactor or power plant. I fucking hope, though. <laughs> well, actually, no. <laughs> they, they said in the podcast that... Because um, the it was reactor number four that exploded. But reactors one through three were still in operation until the year 2000. When did it happen? When the incident happened? Sixteen years before. What the fuck was Manhattan then? <laughs> that's that's what I want to know. Like, how was that even possible? It was leaving. I was leaving my fridge over sixteen years. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, they 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 paid for him to go take the guided tour. You know, just um, for like inspiration or like whatever. And <laughs> he said that. He said that at first it's a little unnerving because you're walking through places and every so often the Geiger counters are like, you know, like beep, beep. And so you, you, you know, you're aware that there's radiation around you. And, um, was he in a, was he in a suit or was he just walking around? No, because like I said, they, they take you to places where you're not going to have dangerous, like, exposure. I was still awesome in a suit. <laughs> I know. I, I would too. You to would. <laughs> um, but then he said, he said that they, um, because you can actually go in the building, obviously not the same building that like exploded. <laughs> that because that's the most dangerous part. But um, they, uh, he said, they're walking through the facility and like occasionally, and then you, he's like, he's like, you get kind of used to it because it, it's not, it's not super frequent that you start hearing like the beeps or whatever. But then uh, he said that they, they took him to, um, they took them through. Uh, I think it was the turbine room for um, reactor number three, which is directly like adjacent to reactor number four. And uh, he said they were in the room, and the Kyger camera was just like beep 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 beep, and the guy, the tour guide went, "We're only going to be here for about thirty seconds." <laughs> I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Nope. Yeah, that's that's going to be a yikes for me, chief. Yeah, that that shit. Freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> I don't know how long that place is going to be. Like, will that ever be inhabitable again? Uh, not in foreseeable lifetimes. Like, five hundred years, like <laughs> uh, thousands. Really? Yes. Okay, I I put my bid on that. That first <laughs> fifty bucks. There's, there's, again. there's a uh, there's an episode, or in the in the in this, I think it was this week's episode, whatever, but um. Jared Harris's character is having an argument with um, Gorbachev, and uh, essentially, like, like I said, just like nobody has the concept of like what radiation does to the environment, to people, to whatever. So essentially, like the the Soviet government is just trying to just like sweep this under the rug. As quickly and as cleanly as possible. I can't fucking do that, Gorbachev. Oh, exactly. So he's like, he's just like, he's just like, I don't. He's like, I don't give a shit what you think. I just want to know when this will be over. And he goes, I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you. The half life of uranium is 
hundred thousand years. So not in either of our fucking lifetimes. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. In twenty years, global warming will kill us all, so it don't matter. Hopefully. I'm glad the sun will explode one day. Five billion years to take us all out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, good show. I'm I'm very very happy with it. So you know, all the time, what this it makes me think there's this um, I think there is. It's either a Superman comic book, or it's a super. It was an idea for a movie. It might be an idea for a Superman movie at one point where it ends with like I guess like as a Kryptonian because of the sun, he he doesn't like he can't die, mm-hmm. and he outlives humanity. Oh shit! Where it's just eventually it's just him alone on, on Earth until the sun explodes. <laughs> The last panel just, oh, thank God. <laughs> and he loses all powers and then dies. Yeah, what, I wonder, would he lose all his power at that point? Or if he, if he, the sun exploded? Because he could go to another one. But it's... It's Earth's yellow sun. That... But he's gone to other planets before. Fuck you, DC. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Superman's a fucking joke. Thank you for coming to this week's podcast. <laughs> See you next week when we come up with more reasons why Aquaman doesn't work. He's wet. And he's white. You fucking white <laughs> aqua bitch. <laughs> fish, fish talking motherfucker. <laughs>